Chapter twenty of Grace Harlowe's Sophomore Year at High School. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christine Blashford. Grace Harlowe's Sophomore Year at High School by Jessie Graham Flower. Chapter twenty. A piece of news. After the excitement of the famous game came a great calm. The various teachers privately congratulated themselves on the marked improvement in lessons and were secretly relieved with the thought that basketball was laid on the shelf for the rest of the school year. Miriam Nesbitt left Oakdale for a visit the Monday after the game and did not return for two weeks. The general opinion seemed to be that she was ashamed of herself, but the expression on her face when she did return was not indicative of either shame or humility. She was more aggressive than before and looked as though she considered the whole school far beneath her. She refused to even nod to Grace, Nora, Anne or Jessica, while Julia Crosby remarked with a cheerful grin that she guessed Miriam had forgotten that they had ever been introduced. During the Easter holidays, Tom Gray came down and his aunt gave a dinner to her adopted children in honour of her nephew. Nora gave a fancy dress party to about twenty of her friends, while Grace invited the seven young people to a straw ride and a moonlight picnic in Upton Wood. The days sped swiftly by and spring came with her wealth of bud and bloom. During the long balmy days, Grace inwardly chafed at school books and lessons. She wanted to be out of doors. As she sat trying to write a theme for her advanced English class one sunny afternoon during the latter part of April, she glanced frequently out the window toward the golf links that lay just beyond the high school campus. How she wished it were Saturday instead of only Wednesday. That very day she had arranged to play a game of golf with one of the senior class girls who had made a record the previous year on the links. Grace felt rather flattered at the notice of the older girl who was considered particularly exclusive and rarely, if ever, paid any attention to the lower class girls. She had accidentally learned that Grace was an enthusiastic golfer and therefore lost no time in asking her to play. I was awfully surprised when she asked me to play, confided Grace to her chums on the way home from school that afternoon. Oh, that's nothing, said Jessica. She ought to feel honoured to think you consented. You are really an Oakdale celebrity, you know. Please remember when you are basking in the light of her senior countenance that you once had friends among the sophomores, said Nora in a mournful tone. I consider both those remarks verging on idiotic, laughed Grace. Don't you, Anne? certainly replied anne but let me add a word of caution don't allow this mark of senior caprice to turn your head remember you are you're worse than the others cried grace let's change the subject saturday proved a beautiful day and with a light heart grace started for the links with her golf bag strapped across her shoulder the senior whose name was ethel post sat waiting for her on one of the rustic benches set under a tree at one side of the starting place she greeted Grace cordially, and the two girls set to work without delay to demonstrate their prowess as golfers. The caddies, two small boys of Oakdale, who could be hired at the links by anyone desiring their services, carried the girls' clubs and hunted lost balls with alacrity. Miss Post found that Grace was a foeman worthy of her steel. The young girl's arm was steady, and she delivered her strokes with decision. Grace came out two holes ahead. Miss Post was delighted. "'I hope you will golf with me often, Miss Harlowe,' she said cordially. "'It's so seldom one finds a really good player.' "'I am fond of all games and outdoor sports,' replied Grace, "'but I like basketball best of all. "'Did you attend any of our games during the winter, Miss Post?' "'No,' answered the senior. "'I'm not much interested in basketball. "'I really paid no attention to it this year "'and haven't attended a game since I was a freshman. "'Speaking of basketball,' continued Miss Post, "'I picked up a paper last fall "'with a whole lot of basketball plays written on it. "'It was labelled sophomore basketball signals, "'and I turned it over to one of the girls in your class. "'She happened to be on the team too "'and seemed very glad to get it. "'I presume it was hers, although she didn't say so.' "'At the mention of the word signals, "'Grace pricked up her ears. "'As Miss Post innocently told of finding the list, "'Grace could hardly control herself. "'She wanted to get up and dance a jig on the green. "'She was about to learn the truth at last.' 
Trying to keep the excitement she felt out of her voice, Grace asked in a low tone, "'Whom did you return it to, Miss Post?' "'Why, Miss Nesbit,' was the answer. "'I was inside the campus when I found it, and just then she passed me on the walk. "'I knew she was a sophomore and thought it best to get rid of it, "'as I would probably have forgotten all about it, and it never would have been returned.' "'Quite true,' Grace replied, but she thought to herself that a great deal of unhappiness "'might have been avoided if Miss Post had only forgotten.' The talk drifted into other channels. Miss Post told Grace that she expected to sail for Europe as soon as school was over. In the fall, she would return and enter Wellesley. She had crossed the ocean once before and had done the continent. This time she intended to spend all of her time in Germany. Grace decided her new acquaintance to be a remarkably bright girl. At any other time, she would have listened to her with absorbed interest, but try as she might, Grace could not focus her attention on what was being said. One thought was uppermost in her mind, that Miriam was the real culprit. What was to be done about it? She would gain nothing by exposing Miriam to her classmates. There had been too much unpleasantness already. If there was only some way that Miriam could be brought to see the folly of her present course, Grace decided to tell Anne the news that night and ask her advice. End of chapter 20